Welcome to Building and Protecting Your Business Worth podcast. This podcast is about sharing strategies and ideas to help business owners build, protect, and transition their businesses for the future while creating more balance in their life. Your host is Thomas J. Perone, CLU, CIC, and president of the New England Consulting Group of Guilford Incorporated, consulting business owners for over 50 years. Welcome to Building and Protecting Your Business Worth. Hi, I'm Tom Perone, and I'm your host. And this podcast is all about learning strategies to build your business, to create greater profit, but to create also an abundance of leisure time so you can enjoy what you're building. Today, we have a wonderful guest, and I would like to introduce to you Doug Brown, welcome to Building and Protecting Your Business Worth. Doug, thanks for being with us today. Hey, Tom, thanks for having me. I'm, I'm excited to be here. Well, not everybody knows who you are, but they will after this podcast. But I know what you do very well, and that's work with business owners, accountants, attorneys, and helping them get their career going the right way. Like I had mentioned to you in our conversation that I know a lot of accountants and attorneys they, they're terrible business people, and they, they laugh when I tell them that. Of course, we're on that level, but I, I mean it, and they know it. So I want to talk a little bit about that today if we get into it, but let's first find out really how you started in your profession. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a long story. I'll give you what some may remember as a Reader's Digest version. Uh, I am a lawyer. I joke that I'm a recovering lawyer, but I love lawyers. And I, I grew up in a family of entrepreneurs. So I'm one of those lawyers that transitioned from private practice with a firm to being in-house counsel um, at a large corporation and got the opportunity to pivot a whole bunch of times in my career um, onto the business side, uh, building businesses, everything from human resources to technology, marketing and sales, and um, then I got to pivot again um, to teach innovation and entrepreneurship and leadership in the Malcolm Baldrige School of Business and the MBA program, where I started um, doing, uh, getting paid to be an executive coach. And uh, then I was, my whole career has been about helping people and organizations kind of get through tough times, turn themselves around and get where they need to go. And I was recruited to become the um, executive director of the Connecticut State Bar Association and help them revitalize themselves. And then I got a chance to become the chief operating officer at Michael's Jewelers, where I helped um, the family transition the business from generation uh, five, uh, four to generation five. And um, so I'm one of those lawyers and professionals who's done a lot of different things. And now... Um, I'm doing exactly what I was meant to do is is to take that knowledge and be a guide to other lawyers and professionals and company owners who uh, recognize that they need to do something differently than they are have been doing. And uh, they want to make sure they make the right moves quickly and they want somebody who's been there. And so that's the work that I get to do with really smart, motivated people. Well, you know, you have an interesting background and um, the of being in different industries, uh, running them, uh, especially when you told me, uh, in Ju- uh, we know Michael's jeweler, of course, I'm from the Haven area, uh, fourth to fifth generation. That's a challenge right there. Um, and you have all this background, which really 
uh, putting the lawyer part of aside, the background itself is the thing that I think when you're communicating with a business owner, that's maybe the more relevant historic point of view of your career is running businesses. Um, And I got to believe that really helps you out to identify and communicate with these people. Yeah, it's, it's the experience of having been in the trenches and making the decisions and making lots of mistakes and putting all the pieces together that, that people appreciate and, and the ability to ask the right questions. Cause there's all kinds of formulas to follow, um, you know, out in the world, but people want to take that knowledge and apply it to them and their business and have it make sense to them. And that's, one of the things that I'm told I'm particularly good at is is sifting through all of the information that's available and getting things to a fine point that uh, a business owner can act on. What do you, what do you think are the things, the characteristics um, of of a successful person making a successful career? Oh boy, there's so, there's so many, but in in this particular context, I, I think it's it's if, if you're running a business and you're a professional, you have a you have a, a, um, a technical expertise, whether it's you're a lawyer or you're a salesperson or an engineer that's running your own business now. It's it's really important to separate that you have at least two jobs. One job is being the professional, being the lawyer, being the the engineer. The other is being the entrepreneur and running the business. And they um, there's very high degree of training in the technical side and not so much on the entrepreneur side. And so as a result, people are, are um, underestimating what it takes to be effective as, uh, as a business owner. And they make everything revolve around them as an individual, like they're the hub of the wheel. And then they're successful at it and then they can't escape. And so they, they have two jobs, being the professional and being the hub of the wheel, and then realizing that they don't want to be the hub of the wheel. They want to live a better life and enjoy everything they built, and they need a way out of that. Yeah, they're kind of stuck uh, in a way. They don't know they're stuck. Um, uh, you know, I often say that um, uh, the working people, they love to work in their business. They hate to work on it. So whenever we use that term, uh, they they look at that and say, well, you know, every hour I'm working on my business, I'm not working in it. And they they cringe. And as coaches, we really have to treat, we have to teach them that that is a necessary part of running a business. And that's, that's what you do. You work on the details with them. And so when you look at that, what do you think makes some people very, very successful but others really struggle. What do you what do you see there, Doug? Well, I'm finding that the thing that makes most people successful is not their technical skill, but it's the what what many professionals think of as their soft skills. It's their emotional intelligence, their ability to read a room, and honestly, it's it's their ability to trust other people enough to do the important work so that the the entrepreneur can step above the day-to-day fray 
and and build the business. You know, you and I talk about working on the business and few people actually understand what the tasks are that go along with working on a business. They have an idea of the, the concept. Um, but, you know, in my world, it, the, the biggest error that keeps people stuck is they're, they're running a business on an operating system, not a computer system, but, but like the system of running their business, their business model um, that's outdated. And it hasn't caught up with um, changes that we're seeing recently in 2022 and the great realignment and resignation. It's, it's like trying to run a modern computer on an old version of Windows 95. Mm-hmm. And, and they, they don't know how to do the upgrade because it's difficult to do and they can't see things clearly. You know, you're, you're bringing up some major points. I mean, when I always talk about value drivers. And sometimes when I talk to a business owner, they've never heard that term in that context. And you're right. These things that are value drivers that really allow your business to run smoothly, create more value, more growth. These are things of the details of life. And I talk about middle management and the next level management. And I take that seriously because if you don't have that, you're going to be working 85 hours a, a, a week and no one wants to buy your business, no matter how much money you're making. And these are the things that I know you try to communicate with business owners. And is it hard to change their mind about making almost amends in their business and, make, and spending more time on working on their business? Is it a hard thing for them to do once they've been explained why? Um, yeah, because it's it's not just understanding that you need to do it and why it's important, but it's building the muscle and the habit to do it. And it, it's not I don't I don't advocate that that they abandon their operations role. It starts with understanding, all right, what's what's working well in your business? You're not broken. I'm, by the way, I'm not looking for businesses that are broken. I'm looking for businesses that want to, you know, take it to a place they've never even imagined before. So what's what's working? What's not? What can we do about it? And how do we get started? And it's understanding starting in the right place. And a lot of times, Tom, it's about the people in the business. And it's difficult to so so change. When you know the formula, and I'm something of an authority on change, once you understand that there is a formula and you know how to apply it, change gets easier. The big challenge is around um, relationships with people, especially if you've been burned before, of trusting your most important stuff to other people and now finding people who will actually work. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we, we talked about a little bit about it. I asked you the question before the, the recording, you know, what are the key issues that you must stay up on as a, a consultant and coach? And you brought up some good things that I didn't even think about, especially in the last two years. Let's talk about that. Yeah, I I think it's it's a lot of work to stay current. Luckily, I'm a student of this stuff and I love it. It's it's you know not just how to increase profitability and productivity, but it's how do people behave? How do you find the right people? How do you keep them? How do you motivate them? 
Um, the larger issues, there's there's a lot going on in the world right now. We're recording in March of 22, and there's a lot of distractions. And it's understanding how and why people behave and under stress. Um, it's understanding changes in technology and business models um, in self-management. Now, now, you know, I have, I have a, a good, one of my good business owner clients, um, we were talking about all the stuff he needed to do with his business and then his relationships with his business partners. And then we got into what's in the way and he was starting to talk about stuff at home. And so we worked on the stuff at home and he said, I didn't, I thought we were business coaching. I didn't think we were life coaching and I'm, I'm not a life coach. I'm a business coach. And, but I said, um, is there a difference? Can you really separate your life from your business? If there's something in the way at home, don't we need to get that out of the way so you can do your work? So I, I am not a psychologist by any stretch of the imagination, but I've lived this stuff and I've done a lot of things poorly and a lot of things well. And I think it's my ability to see across all the different disciplines and how they're connected that um, makes my approach unique because we're working on the whole business. So it supports their life um, in a world where for the last 25 years, they've been conforming their life to their business. You make a great point and I, that they're, they're intertwined. Um, a perfect example would be you're having problems in a business. Well, you don't bring it home and talk to your wife because you don't want to disrupt the family. You can't bring it to your competition because they'll use it against it. You don't want to bother your best friends. So they find themselves not being able to talk to anybody. You become that outlet to share what they're going through because there's no one else that's going to listen. <laughs> and, and I think it's a good point to make because being a business owner can be a very lonely area depending on what's going on in their life, but they are intertwined your personal life and your business life. You know, I always say your business life's your baby. Uh, and you know what you do for babies, right? <laughs> it, it is interesting. Um, Doug, let's talk, let's go deeper and let's, talk a little bit about what you're doing for clients um, so that the audience can get an idea of your, of your process. So um, let's talk about what you do for your clients. Yeah, great question. You know, my, my model is to recognize that each business and each entrepreneur is different. And so I work with a very limited number of, uh, of exactly the right people so I can go deep with them on exactly where do they want to take their business or their career, uh, what's working and what's not, why is that, and, and apply what I've described as the, uh, I have my pacer principles to um, help them get where they need to go. And then we start working on those things. So often the tactical things, there are things like time management. They are things like uh, making sure you're acting consistently with your values, finding out where the disconnects are. Um, a lot of times with small businesses and entrepreneurs, it's about marketing uh, and sales. One of the things I was responsible for at Michael's Jewelers was, uh, was the marketing and sales function. Um, and I've got a lot of experience in that and making sure that you're focused. Um, it's about hiring, finding, and motivating the right people. Because, you know, in 2022, it's easy to say there's nobody out there and the, long for the work ethic of the baby boomer generation. 
But the truth is that people are out there and they will do the work and they will engage. You just need to do things differently. The stuff that worked even five years ago doesn't work anymore. And so we work on putting the right people in the right places, um, doing the right things, being a leader without being a micromanager and developing emotional intelligence. And I know that many lawyers might be out there saying, well, that's all the soft and squishy stuff. But that things that some people think are soft and squishy, that's what's the, that's the difference between a sustainable company that's profitable and, and not. That, that's the difference these days because technical proficiency is the commodity. It's the experience you create for your staff, for your stakeholders, for your partners, for your customers. That's what makes the difference between profit and not. And very few entrepreneurs have had any training in that. And even if they did, it's almost impossible to do alone because you're so close to it that you can't see things clearly. And you need someone who will tell you the truth in a way that you can consume and ask you the questions that you need to answer so that you can move forward and not make gigantic mistakes because people mistakes especially are really expensive. I, uh, earlier, I was telling you I'm working on a project to discuss the mistakes, the three types of mistakes that business owners make frequently. I won't get into it today, but you mentioned the word mistakes, and the mistakes come from lack of knowledge or not even knowing that you don't know what you don't know kind of thing. Um, so communication skills are so great to bring out things that they haven't even thought of as being a mistake. But... Um, let me. If we had to break it down, at the end of the day, Doug, a client says to you, Doug, what is the beneficial value that I'm going to receive when you're done doing with me the procedure that you use? What is my beneficial value? We're going to transform your um, business and we're going to transform your life, just like a personal trainer and a nutritionist who will come in and help an athlete get to the very top levels of performance, that's what I'll do with the business. The, the research demonstrates that the return on coaching, executive coaching, is at least five times the investment. And uh, so you're going to make more money. You're going to have more time. You're going to know how to enjoy the time. And I know what your listeners care about is whether you're a professional or a founder or a business owner, you will be on the path to being able to realize that value of the business when you are not working, decide not to work anymore. And so it won't be all revolving around you. You can actually be the business owner and step away and the wheels won't come off. And what yeah. kind of difference would that make in your life? And absolutely. Cause what they, what business owners don't realize is the big reward is the value of the business, not the, not the paycheck, because if you don't create that business value, which is what you do for them, then all you do is have a place to go, a paycheck, uh, and uh, a position in life, but you don't have a business. And I think that's the thing that you bring to them, because how many lawyers, accountants, or business owners jumped into business and if you said to them, well, how much business training have you ever had? I'll bet you nine out of 10 will say, this is it, right? So, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I want to call you, I want to call, call you out on, on one thing because it's a really important distinction for anybody looking to hire a coach. 
Yeah. Um, and that is, I am not the hero. I am the guide. Yes. It's exactly. not what I do for them. It's the environment that I help them create so that they can make it happen. So if you're looking for a coach and they're promising to transform you, then you want to keep looking. A coach is a guide to you to help you unlock the potential. It's, it's like your personal trainer. You can be given the plans, but if you don't do the work and then establish the habits, you won't get where you need to go. That's a good and, point. Because you, you are it's so path. important to, re to remember that. And, and by the way, I, I, just, I know so many lawyers, like, well, this business stuff, it doesn't look all that hard. I, I should be able to do it. After all, I'm a lawyer. Well, the truth is you became, you were trained to become a, become a lawyer. You were mentored, you were tutored, you were apprenticed to learn how to do it. And the same disciplines apply in business. So they have the choice of figuring it out by trial and error or going to someone who knows them in their business and can help them accelerate. You know, I've spent 25 or 30 years figuring out how not to do things and figuring out a few things that worked. Why not, why not skip that part and just go right to what works? And, and you're right. Uh, that gives you a big advantage because that, that's exactly my point. We learn how to be, we learn how to be good at our craft in our, uh, our profession, but any profession's running like a business. And if you don't have that part of it, and, and I know it's hard to uh, go beyond uh, and, and think like a businessman when you don't have that experience. That's the one thing that's really intriguing about your career is that you, you've run these businesses. You know how they think. You've been almost the owner of them. So you can now communicate those particular values to the person that's got his fingers into everything, but really not knowing all that he needs to know or she needs to know. And I think it's a valuable lesson that uh, you want to learn this quickly because it does, it, there's a revenue cost to not learning it quickly. Don't you agree, Doug? hundred percent. And I've also been the person responsible for saving a division supporting over a hundred people and their families and all of the stress and agony that that entails worrying Sunday night, if you're making the right calls and, and putting in the hours and giving up so much of yourself to, to care for other people. And so I also learned that it's really important for your listeners, not just to care for their business, but to care for themselves along the way. And it's not an either, or it has to be an and. Yes. And, and uh, just uh, this is my last question to you, but I'll, I'll just preface it this way. I learned a long time ago when I defined the amount of time when, you know, I work in, in the, the financial estate and planning and business planning. So that takes time to do. But when I defined to them what elements of the business we'd work on and the time that it would take and how we would do it, and they had a good feeling about that time it was easier for them to look at uh, being retrained in that area because all they think of is when you say, I can help you here, is they think it's taking away a lot of their time from working in the business. So when, let's, let's just take an example. I need, I, I decide that I need a coach from you uh, and your your procedure is, um, you have a certain procedure. What what would it look like over a period of time? How would you work with me at the time, 
um, the things that I would be doing. Can you explain that? Uh, yeah, absolutely, Tom. Um, the the first thing that most people need help with is creating the space to do the work, which is a lot about time management and productivity. And I've actually got some resources. I can throw a link in the uh, in the show notes for uh, some of my tips on that. But you have to create the space to do the work. And then you have to actually begin doing the work. And it starts at the beginning of what is it that what's in the way and what is it you're trying to build? Um, so very concretely, this is a relationship that goes on our minimum duration and work. It, it, the first six months is about um, understanding each other, what's important and making, finding the wins that create momentum. And then at the end of that first six months where we meet every other week along the way, and then people have access to me, you know, in between times, because I only work with the people who are qualified. Um, we look and say, what's next from there to sustain that success? Is it working or is it not working? And so in those first six months, my clients are going to have a consistent and persistent support. We're going to be clearing out the blockers that are getting in the way and defining where they need to go. And then we're going to get to work and, and do those things. Um, because once you have an outside pair of eyes looking at your business, it's not all that difficult to decide what to do. The difficulty is how do you do it? How do you make the change? Because everything's connected without breaking something else inadvertently. And that's the part where people get hung up. They have an idea of what they ought to do. They're not sure how, and they're afraid of making mistakes. And through our process, um, we minimize the risk, we maximize the return, and we do the work. And it sounds like uh, the way you do it, Doug, I like the idea every other week. And uh, the way you do it is you take one item at a time, build on that, find the wins, find the losers, and clear that out and go on to the next one. There, there is a logic and a flow that is unique to each client's situation, uh, which is why I'm not intent on taking everybody through exactly the same path. Uh, I we figure out where they are and we pick up from there and um, along the way they get what they need. And, and the, the, the focus is always on what is the objective? What are they trying to create and how will their business and their life be better when they have it? And more importantly, what happens if they don't? Mm -hmm. You don't want to go through life, what life, wondering what if you don't want to go through your career hoping that you know gee i'll have fun when i turn 65 and retire uh, that's not the new model you ought to be able to enjoy your life find satisfaction in your work and be profitable and have them all at the same time i call that the the ideal business and personal lifestyle because at some point with your business you're either gonna um sell it you're going to stay in it. You're going to die at your desk or you're going to sell it at a loss or, or you're going to lose the potential value that you could have. And it, it's too late to go back when you're 65 to reinvent your, your business. If you haven't done all the things that have been taught to you and you didn't pay attention. So I had a new client come in briefly who uh, is, has a plan to, re, to transition his business in about seven years. That's actually a pretty good time frame to work with. Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah, no, that's good. Five, 10 to 10 years, I, I think is because all these value drivers you're talking about that you teach your clients take a number of years to put into play and work. So, but we'll leave it at that. And um, Doug, you do such an important thing for business owners. It's it's good to hear the process. And I, I know of your reputation, you're a very good consultant coach. I, I don't know what to call people anymore. Are they coaches, they consultants, I don't know, but you do a great job. Just call, call me the business fixer. <laughs> and, and Doug, what I'll do is I'll make sure all the contact information is in the summary notes so people can go to your website and download things. And uh, and for everybody listening, we'll have all these uh, tools available on Doug's website and the whole thing. And uh, Doug, Doug, anything you want to leave us with? I just so grateful for the opportunity to to share this time with you today. And I would just encourage those who are listening that that knowledge is only power when you get into action. So pick one thing and take action on it. And even if it's small, persistent, consistent action leads to um, significant results. Perfect. Thank you, Doug. Thanks, Tom. Well, I want to thank everybody for tuning in and listening. It was a good show today. And uh, if you would help us out by subscribing, click a like. Uh, If you have any ideas or thoughts that you would like to share with us, please email me at tperone, that's P-E-R-R-O-N-E, at N-E-C-G-G-I-N-C dot com. And if you are a business owner, or you know business owners that would like to participate on our show, certainly let me know. We certainly welcome everyone who is a business owner to help people out there that are running businesses with great ideas and strategies to make them successful. So again, thanks for tuning in. I certainly appreciate it. Thank you for tuning in. Whenever you're ready to grow and protect your business while creating more balance in your life, here are three steps you can take. One, subscribe to this podcast. To request a free copy of Tom's newly published book, Unlocking Your Business DNA, email Tom at tperone at necgginc.com. And on the subject line, type DNA. Include your mailing address. And thirdly, take the one-minute scorecard and report to see how efficient you are in your business planning. Email tperone at necgginc.com and request scorecard. For additional information, click the show notes.